thoughts up? Um, you know. Still, still recovering from just the week in yeah. general. Did the uh, Bundy documentaries just make it, it just the best week? It fucked, it fucked you up. up? It fucked me up. Okay, well, we're going to have to get like right into it then, because yeah. there's a lot to discuss. Yeah, there were there there was Caitlin was very problematic. Okay, so we watched the Bundy tapes. Bundy tapes. The Ted Bundy tapes. What was the full name of it? Was it Conversations uh, with the Conversations, conversations with, with the killer? killer? The Ted Bundy tapes. Ted Bundy tapes or confessions? It is, it, was... it is the Ted Bundy tapes. Trust okay. me, because I'll get into that. All right, all right. Well, hold on. I wrote notes. I definitely wrote notes, and I'm trying to find them. I was but that anyway. kid in class that never wrote notes and just remembered shit. So that's I didn't how think we're going to go with this one. I didn't think I'd need to write notes, but then I was like, you know what? Just in case. Because there were a couple things that I did definitely want to talk about. So what is your initial um, reaction to it? Um, you know? If you had to give it a, a one to ten. You know, I guess I'd give it a six and a half out of ten. Okay. Maybe a seven. And what takes stars away for you? So, all right, here is my here is my issue. Here is my big thing. And a lot of people are going to laugh at me. And I know they're going to laugh at me. I've come to accept it. But this is how I feel. And I'm sticking to it. You all don't right. name something the Ted Bundy tapes if mm -hmm. you are going to only sparingly use the stuff from those tapes. I think I think the tapes There was were not much, enough tapes. Yeah, when they said they recorded over a hundred hours and they only had There four were maybe hours. two hours in all of the four episodes. Yeah, but I think the tapes were used as a way to just uh, facilitate what was along. going on. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But again but it that also was all the you don't call them the Ted Bundy tapes. Like here's the thing about how I felt about the the tapes was that everything that um everything that I heard like all the interviews and stuff I've thought I've already heard them. Like it wasn't like I didn't hear a bunch of, of new information. None of it was new. Yes, that yeah. was the thing. This was this was at least to me it was marketed as, oh, these never-before-heard tapes by Ted Bundy and some journalist guy that he gave the honor of interviewing. Um, um, uh, Mashad, I think, is the guy's name. I believe and, that is his name. Yes, I was and just he trying was to one be, of the... I was just trying to be like, they put the main focus on the fact that Ted Bundy recorded these tapes yeah, well, I and think not I, that... I think I talked about it in the Ted Bundy episode. Mashad was a, I think Stephen Mashad, I think Stephen is his name. Stephen Mashad is his name, yes. And uh, he was like a young journalist. They say it in the documentary and stuff. Yeah, too. and he was like, like this young he journalist this... that he was like all bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like, yeah, it was and he had this one huge of his opportunity. Yeah. So, That's like one of his lawyers, one of Bundy's, two of Bundy's lawyers were like yeah, that. We'll Young, get into that. female lawyers, bright-eyed yeah. and bushy-tailed, not ready well, for the shit show that was to come. Well, I already have, I have shit to talk about about his lawyers because I have a problem with them. But anyway, um, I, so Stephen Michaud was, problems. he was like this new guy and like, 
he played on Bundy's uh, narcissism so well. Absolutely. Which, yeah, it was a genius move to be like, well, how do you think, like, I'm not saying you did it, but how do you think somebody would go about doing all this? So getting him to talk in the third person yeah. and stuff, or, genius move. Or what really fucked me up was when Ted Bundy was saying shit like, also, spoiler alerts, like, we're going to talk about this. We're going to break this shit down. Yeah, we're, we're t- getting, um, like, very detailed into it. So if you haven't seen them yet, you have to... Go watch. watch it. Go, then, go watch. I'm sure everyone has seen them because it exploded the the day it, that it was released. It it became so huge, but it was like he said something like, "Well, I mean, like you know, I didn't do this or whatever, but the person who did is very calculating." And yeah, you're he going was complimenting find... himself the entire time. No, but not even that. What really, what really fucked me up was when he was like, "And you're gonna find that this person didn't just kill like." what was it like a couple dozen women no he killed in the three digits and it wasn't in six states it was in like i don't remember how many states he said but like many more than six states and i was like jesus fuck how many women did this guy kill yeah i think they said it's probably it's like around like 33 or something no he was saying it was in triple digits yeah he says it's in triple digits but he's also a fucking but if he's piece of shit pain in the ass he is a piece of shit pain in the ass but like he just wants to blow out his uh his crimes to something immeasurable but anyway so Stephen Bashad and Hugh Ainsworth is the other guy the other journalist they actually produced this uh these documentary series so they had a hand they had a hand in this (laughs) um in this whole thing so that's why it was mainly focused on uh, stuff that came out of these interviews right but one thing but again one i don't think they inf- focused on them enough yeah but one piece of information that i did learn from this that i hadn't known before which anyone can correct me if i'm wrong but we found out what stephanie brooks real name is it's diane remember yeah. that one girlfriend that he that broke up with him Right. And they said that that was the catalyst. Right. Which could be bullshit. I, I but had whatever. a bit of a bone to pick with that and with them identifying his daughter, Rose. Um, well, there, there was speculation that her name was Rose for a very long time. I think I, I might have said it in the uh, in the episode we did on him. But but every- no, but that wasn't really like, yeah, like everyone knew. But what bothered me about Diane and what bothered me about Rose were that people... They were names and photographs were shown. Yes, people had the decency to at least, like, keep them out of it. Like, it's it's not, like, it's not Diane's fault. Rose is more than just, Rose is more than just the daughter of a killer. Yeah, she deserves her anonymity because she did nothing wrong. Yes, well, they both, yeah, they both deserve their anonymity. And I think that that was just kind of, I I thought it was really just it lacked integrity because you had again you had i'm gonna keep circling back to this you had these fucking tapes you really didn't need anything else um and you didn't use the tapes enough and i'm gonna say it again and again and again and i want a handwritten apology from netflix um but dear caitlin we're sorry that we didn't include enough of the tapes for your liking um I mean, no. now I'm sure that there's ways for you can you can find like the full interviews probably online somewhere Oh, I'm but sure. I but for the lazy folk much. like myself. Yeah. 
for the people who are more visual learners like myself, I don't know why I'm saying that. I listen to more podcasts than I watch TV, but um, yeah. but no, I think that it was doing them. It wasn't fair to them. You had so much footage from the trials. You had so yeah, much. But foot, you, you had. So we don't much- know if if Diane finally came out and was like, "Okay, you can use my name and everything like that." I think there would be a huge problem if, in a couple days, we find out that she never allowed this. And yeah. they used her photograph and name. Or again, what about consent. fucking Rose? Like, come on. Well, she like, definitely has changed her name. Oh no, she did. There was. She I don't have, remember. She might have kept her first name, but she does. Her no, name is not Bundy. No, Carol Ann Boone. After Bundy admitted to, um, I because I did like a little like armchair expert research on this after watching the documentary because i was a little bit incensed at the idea that they would just kind of like throw those pictures of rose out there Mm -hmm. she changed rose's name and she changed her own name so that this like legacy would not follow them around yes that being said they and she also stopped bringing rose to the prison when she was around four or five yeah um but still those yeah, it pictures, was like once he confessed, she was like, okay. She was done. Yeah, she was done. Yeah. Which, I mean, all right, more power to yeah. you. I mean, some people would probably, I don't know, fucking believe the victim. But that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, whatever. But, no, what really what really got me was they're showing these pictures from when Rose Bundy, who's now not Rose Bundy, but you know, was like five years old. And that's enough. That's enough for like a lot of these like what are they called? Like the not armchair experts, but the people who like just spend too much time and research and find people like and and again, I went down that rabbit hole, not trying to find them, but just being like, well, how did people run with this information? And there were instances of there like already, like if you Google it, there are people who are then taking Carol Ann Boone and Ted Bundy's face and merging them together, but then to also see what aging look like. to see like how we can find her today. If you see this woman type of thing and like see, aging the like five year old, that's what's fucking me up. I'm like, you should you, like yeah, this. See, this documentary was about Ted Bundy. Like, yeah, you can yeah. mention that he had a kid. You can mention that some girl was what like sparked the or not even sparked, just like was the. Yeah. Was it, her breaking up with him was the catalyst that caused all of this insanity. Sure. Absolutely. Like, those are the facts. Go ahead. Yeah, but, but here's you don't the thing, need to bring like, these innocent people, people into it. Some people can't just, like, you give them an inch, they take a mile. You give them, like, a little piece and of that's information. that's exactly what happened And they here. want to find everything. Like, there's this... Um, slightly off topic there's a uh, youtuber that i've been following for years and years and she recently bought a house so some people Jenna marvels dis- no oh uh so it's like f- yeah no i know <laughs> <laughs> some people found out she, uh, this girl's from the uk some people found out oh. what her address is yeah and they started sharing it oh so, fuck because she said she's like i'm not gonna do a house tour i kind of want my house to be to be mine and yeah. i don't i like it's my little space for right now. You'll see it in posts and stuff to come because I am a YouTuber, but like right. I'm not doing a formal house tour. So yeah. people didn't accept that and they decided to put her on Do it blast, themselves. like all of her information. It's the same thing with uh, finding out Bundy's daughter. Like I never would have thought of that. Yeah. That is so invasive. It's, it, exactly. 
that's and so the disgusting. word that I was looking for. Like there are some people that like can watch the documentaries and stuff and be like, wow, that's a lot of really good information. And you can yeah. do the, the base level research and everything, but I'm not looking to go find these people. No. But like, like, leave them alone. Other people who have done this too, like Anne Rule comes to mind. Anne Rule left her out of the entire book that she wrote. Yeah. She, and Anne, also, Anne Rule left it out. No offense, but as she should have. Yeah. This was and, a little girl whose only crime was, I mean, or not whose only crime, like, none of like none of this had anything to do with her and now yeah. yeah she's an adult and they're like working that out too they're like oh so she should be around 39 years old now and blah 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 blah. And yeah that's bullshit like but also to, uh, to quote chris crocker leave britney alone one of the problems i had with uh the uh ted bundy tapes was the alarming lack of uh ann rule commentary yes, i don't even think they said her zero. name once they didn't they, they no offense no offense to his very mormon girlfriend who had a child which was confusing in and of itself but they focused a lot on her turning him in and they didn't say jack about Anne rule well she she um turned him in yeah multiple times <coughs> yeah and it I'm seemed like on her and, name. and they just um yeah i'm blanking on her name too i thought you were talking about ann rule and i was like ann rule we were no. just we, we we're, were gonna just get fucking we're gonna get saying. yelled at because they said it a million times i know but I, know I know, in I know. The stranger beside me her name is meg anders and i yeah, know that's and not her name, name but that's the only one that's coming isn't it elizabeth <laughs> elizabeth yes, yes that's it yes thank you <laughs> she's gonna be thank you it, to all the people who are yelling it did get yes. to us ah, time to not get pregnant i'm sorry stop yelling i'm sorry um the what's it called uh the new bundy movie which we're going to talk at the very end i'd like to talk about the um the trailer yeah but um the new bundy movie is told pretty much from elizabeth's um yeah kind of perspective yeah yeah (laughs) also people are pissed about that we'll get we'll get into we're gonna get to that Um, at the end but no Um, but yeah that's leaving that now yeah that was really fucked up yeah so anyway another piece of information that i learned was um what's his name they interviewed one of bundy's they interviewed one of bundy's friends that was named i have it in my notes here marlon lee vortman Uh, yeah 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 so i thought the uh because that guy was talking about how he applied to law school and then Bundy applied to law school and he got a tan Volkswagen and then Bundy got a tan Volkswagen. And I was like, this is very single white female. Yeah. And very scary. <laughs> single white like Bundy. He's, <laughs> like he's like really trying to become this guy. Right. And that was creepy. Um, there was a well, couple of things. Only... Oh, go ahead. There was a couple of um, new photos and a couple of like new interviews and news coverage that I'd never seen before, which was pretty yeah. cool. Like, I'd never seen any of the courtroom, like, when Bundy was defending himself. There are, yeah, there are some, um, like, photos and videos of, like, the courtroom stuff that I had seen before, but this got, like, a lot more in-depth, and then there was, yes. uh, what I thought was really cool was lots of the news coverage. That was yeah. interesting. Because yeah. I had never seen so many different um, jurisdictions talk about um, what was going on, and I liked how they, they did interview that one guy from... I think it was it was some radio station that they interviewed and he had been to like the Lake Sammamish um kidnappings like he right. covered he went there and he covered that um he went to like a um when they found the uh kind of 
graveyard on yeah. Taylor Mountain. He was there for that. So it was cool listening to to people in the media how they how they um experienced it. Yeah. No, and absolutely. I hadn't seen that in a lot of documentaries up until now. That <coughs> and oh honey. It's okay. Um <laughs> Haley and I are in love. It's fine. Um <laughs> But when when she hurts, I hurt. When she coughs, I <laughs> cough. Um, but no, <laughs> fuck my life. Um, but no, one thing too that I found like on that same thing that I found really interesting was not just the media coverage of it, but also the fact that it was like you didn't really think about how it was such a widespread that everybody was like watching either in the courtroom or on the TV. Or anything like yeah. that. But this was like today's like Casey Anthony, OJ Simpson. But like this was like the first. This was the first one. This yeah. was the first one that like captivated a nation. And I think they did a really good job of showing that in yeah. these in, in this the, documentary. Yeah, they, they showed the scale of it. But that was in like right. part four. The one last thing I wanted to say about um part one is as I was watching it, one of the things that kept popping into my head was you could never pull off this type of like serial killer MO now with all the right. advancements in um police procedures, how there are cameras everywhere, oh, how absolutely. everything spreads by social media. Like there's no way because he called himself Ted multiple mm-hmm. times. He didn't uh he kidnapped two people in broad daylight in a packed yeah. place where tons of people saw him he yeah. he used his own car that, that people saw and identified like he it, today he would have been caught before he even got to his car so but here's the thing yes but also i can kind of believe if he did just not get caught as quickly as we would initially think because uh, repeatedly they show a series of pictures of Ted Bundy I don't even want to say in disguise yes, because he just it's, made it's like many faces slight, of Bundy yes, yeah. the many faces of Bundy and it's and we'll share it it's like he parts his hair differently his, like he yes, has a or, mustache he has or a he beard he waxes his eyebrows or yeah, something yeah. but they kept saying like he was he had a face where he could have been anybody he assimilated yeah, he so easily and that was what really fucking scared me because there were times looking and knowing that they were all pictures of Ted Bundy where I was like, they no, that's like not, people. wait a minute, yeah. that's not him. Oh, wait, no, that could be his brother, but oh shit. Like it was, it was disturbing that as a person who knows now yeah, that he did all of these things, that that was him, that, yeah. that was super disturbing to me yeah like that's that's what really like got my heart to stop and i was like oh shit like i it like give me long brown hair and a part down the middle and i'm fucking screwed bitch yeah like just very crazy yeah that was that was very disconcerting to see and to get to deal with but besides like the many slight differences that he can make to make him look like somebody else they basically had his description, like his height, his uh, g- like guesstimate of his age, his name or the name that he was using, his car. Uh, nobody ever came up with a license plate, but they did say like what the color and make of his car was. But yeah. the part that 
that I'm still like it always confused me when researching this case, but still confuses me to this day. How many coincidences can you have before you can start to build a real case on somebody? Because I think it was I think it was like eight people called and uh, identified Ted Bundy as the Ted that they were looking for. And yeah. Elizabeth was like, well, his name is Including Ted. Including fucking Anne Rule, so let's yes. call her out. <laughs> is it, yeah, but Elizabeth was like, this is crazy, but like, my boyfriend's name is Ted. Uh, yeah. He's about the right age, about the right height. He looks like the picture a little bit. Um, I've once found plaster of Paris and like crutches and stuff in his room. There's women's clothes in his room. There was There's a, knife, a knife under his knife fucking under passenger his, seat. Like under his passenger fuck? seat of his tan Volkswagen. Yes. And like she well, kept no. going on and on and on and saying all of these things that I'm like, at what point do you're like, okay, let's bring this guy in and talk to him. Like, or at what point is she like, okay, maybe not let my kid around him anymore. Yeah. But also like, it's all circumstantial. Like, she but didn't I, break up with him. She's no. finding this shit and she's not like, all right, we're done. Yeah. But I, I know it's all circumstantial because like you can make excuses for any of those things. But like when you get 10 or 15 of them in a row, it's like, all right, maybe look right. into this guy more. And I think but, they mention it in uh, one part of the documentary series that if yes. he was a person of color, oh, he would have yes. been, been brought in just for Home having a car that looked been- slightly similar. Yeah, he would have been fucking got so fast. Like, because he was a white, relatively good-looking, college age, like uh, like college-educated person. That's my other. That's my other issue. Okay, I have a confession to make. Wait, he's finish your thought, and then right? I have it. I think he's one of the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen. Whether he <laughs> killed a man or not, I genuinely <laughs> do not see why women call him. No offense. No offense. No there offense. There are some pictures not of him. Not to be creepy. There are some pictures of him where I can be like, yeah. ah, I guess I kind of see it. But for yeah. the most part, no. No offense. No offense. No offense. But again, like, if I had to pick, if, like, like gun to my head, I'd have to say that it would probably be herbert mullen or jeffrey dahmer that was cuter i'm just saying i'm just saying like i mean he's a low on the t- he's maybe like a three and not like a california three he's like a like midwest three like he's not cute he's got a weird nose yeah. he doesn't know how to manscape his Ooh, I, I don't even know a, what I his hair is doing strip to that eyebrow, to that eyebrow so, Ooh, fast. so fast oh my god if bert from sesame street was a manic serial killer like god yeah, damn and there was a lot of pictures on like he got them crazy eyes he does but like other times he doesn't but i again like all these women that are coming forward and saying that they saw him at the scene of the crime in various places and they rec- they knew him they remembered him because i turned to my friend and i was like oh he's so handsome in what are you are you wearing your beer yeah. goggles like what the fuck did he fucking he, like he was like, like a 1960 you? he was a 1968 florida no nine. he was not a 1968 <laughs> florida hot even like he might have been a florida hot but i mean that's that speaks enough for florida no offense to florida we See, love you, here's florida. the thing though i think uh like seeing the um the footage from inside the courtroom there's yes. something to be said about um the sexiness of confidence 
more mean, yes. than the more than yes. his, his actual looks because he was so like narcissistic obviously but he was narcissistic super yeah, but he was confident. so confident that confidence be- can become so attractive that and they're just like oh he's so sure of himself not even not <laughs> even that there were parts like of the courtroom scenes where he would like make a joke and i would find myself laughing like yeah. and i can't remember i can't remember who said it i can't remember i think it was the prosecutor who said like He's he tells some good or it might have been his one of his defense attorneys, one -hmm. of his like many defense attorneys. Somebody in the in the documentary said like he's got a great sense of humor and he's yeah, he's got a great sense of humor even in jail or whatever. No, not even that's not even what he was. I think you're thinking of a different I'm thinking of during like an interview outside of the prison on the day he was going to be executed. Oh, yeah, yeah, that he's he's got keeping his hopes up. No, not even like they were. The guy was just saying like, "Yeah, he's a fun guy to be around. Yeah, he's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, he's he's good to talk to, and like he's very enigmatic." But at the end of the day, this dude did kill people. Yeah, the part where the part where he got sentenced, and the the one judge was like, "It's a shame. Uh, you would have made a great lawyer. Would love yeah. having practice." And I'm like, "Stop complimenting and, him. And, he and, killed and the whole, scores like, of women." And the whole part where he was like, "I have no ill will towards you" or something like that. I was like, "Bitch!" bitch. <laughs> and now bullshit. it's time for bitch with Caitlyn and like, Haley. Stop bitch. complimenting this asshole. No, no. Oh, God, it was so frustrating. But that even goes to show that he had charmed. And like, there were women that were coming out of the courthouse that were being interviewed. that were saying, no, I don't think he did it. Like, listen to him talk. Look at him. All this other stuff. And he even charmed the judge a little bit. Yeah. The the one professional who is like. He was doing pretty well. And that's another thing. That's another thing that really terrifies me because he was doing really well. And if he hadn't, it's similar to the Jody Arias case, actually. If he hadn't shot himself in the foot repeatedly during the trial, yeah, he, he probably would have gotten, gotten, gotten off. He could have gotten, gotten off in the so easily. Not in the Florida one. Definitely not in the Florida one. But no. he could have gotten off in um, Colorado. Yeah, but he decided to fucking jump out a window. Yeah. No, and he and he could have gotten off, I think, or not even gotten off. He could have, like they talked about, he was so close to not getting the death penalty and spending yeah. life in prison, which he to me is the equivalent of getting off because if he's escaped from prison twice, yeah, he can. And and the second time, it was super fucking hard to find him. Like yeah, he was gone for like over a month or something. Yes, yes, and they were the saying first time like he they was gone for they like had no leads, they couldn't days, find him days. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. He was getting repeatedly better at hiding yeah. and camouflaging himself and everything. And the what did him in was his arrogance. Yeah. That was it. But that was another thing that I was going to talk about is such a sign of the times of, oh, yes. of uh, him escaping and being able to get away. He got on three, like two trains, a bus, and a plane without ID. Not even being... Well, <laughs> Yeah. He got on. Not, he was allowed to fly without ID. How, also, how did he have money? Oh, he probably he had like because Carol Ann Boone. I was when I was reading up. Yeah, on, like, like some people, some people would like send him money and stuff. But like she was, she wasn't just no. She was smuggling him because it said in yeah, the documentary she was, she was bringing him, like, like, money, drugs, and stuff. drugs. Yeah. yeah. Um. No offense. There were I. I read. I. I did not want to know about conjugal visits with him. I learned more than I wanted to know. I yeah, like it I was a case of I was trying to find out whether or not like p- 
people were using the information they had and trying to find his daughter. And every single time they talked about, well, there's rumors that Bundy bribed a guard, that they weren't as like apathetic yet congenial as Carol Ann Boone said they were. Like I was reading things like, he would jerk off into a condom, tie it up, kiss her, and put it in her mouth, and then she Ooh, would later oh. like, uh-huh. oh, oh, uh, I never, uh, listen, listen. If I had to fucking go through I this, then you that. have to fucking go through this. You <laughs> okay. all have to go through this. Ooh, experience my pain with me. There was that, that he bribed a guard with some of the drugs that she smuggled in, and then fucked uh-huh. her either in like the visitation room, and they had like their own like conjugal visit, or worse or no. no behind a vending machine so romantic. nothing gets your rocks off like just That's doing it up move. against the dorito dispenser Ugh, oh, also wow. seeing the video of him uh proposing getting married oh my stand, god oh my hilarious god. greatest comedy of the year so cringy so so cringy i was i was like was so bad so uncomfortable there was no emotion from either of them to the point where like i wondered like people were saying that it was a test. She didn't understand that, what was happening. Oh no, no, no. No, I think she did. But I think that Carol Ann Boone wasn't given enough credit. Her, her Alice and Janie looking ass wasn't given enough credit. Because first of all, if you've ever seen Itonia, she looks exactly like Tonya? Al Itonia. Tanya. Tanya. I don't her fucking Tanya remember. Harding. I was like half asleep when I watched it. I was half asleep when I watched it, but I remember enough that Alice and Janie as Ta- Ms. Harding's mother. Tanya. Looks exactly. Can you not say the name Tanya? I can't fucking say La Jolla. Do you really think I can say that? You just um, said it. Wait, wait. We're <laughs> pausing for a second. Say Tanya. No. <laughs> say it. No. Okay, fine. All right, just letting Tanya. everyone know that she can't say the word Tanya. <laughs> yes, I can. That's... I just did. It's Tanya. Tanya. Anyway. Shut up. I watched a lot of Fievel. Okay, I watched a ton of Fievel as a kid. Okay. Um, just but make no, excuses. Shut up. Go away. Goodbye. Um, no, but off topic. Back on topic. Um, I think that she had a touch of the sociopath too. Yeah, because there was like, and people were saying like this was a this was a good rebuttal to the argument that Ted Bundy was not incapable of showing love because then why would he want to get married and all this other stuff and other people would say they they said it in the documentary somewhere that like that was the day he was going to be sentenced to death so like yeah he kind of used it as like one of those like sympathy things like you're going to sentence me to death on my quote-unquote like doing some wedding wedding day. day yeah well not even that people say that that's the same reason why they had a kid not because like they wanted to have a kid or she got knocked up or anything but that it was a calculated yeah move on Bargaining his part chip, sort of no one would it's very similar to we discussed it in chicago how those women were like oh well if i'm pregnant they won't give me the death penalty he was exactly. in the same like frame of mind where he was like okay well if i am portraying myself as this family man this straight white family man yeah. i won't get the death penalty because i've got a kid and a wife and we're such yeah. this happy little picture perfect family with my fucking prison cell in the background of the pictures yeah but no um i think that she just the lack of emotion in both of their voices and yeah it was crazy the casual- but she she definitely had um she had uh what's called 
a touch of something yeah a touch of something but she also (laughs) had like her own agenda of uh getting into this relationship because like once the trials in florida started that's when she kind of like popped back out of the woodwork because they worked together at this i think the same call center yeah and rule worked at but something um, like that yeah, it was something like that. That that's where they met. But like, she popped back out of the woodwork again after he was like, uh, on trial, and then came down to Florida. And like, she, I think she kept doing interviews, like while he was in jail and everything like that. So like, she yeah. was making money on it. She was making money on being married to someone she didn't even have to see. <laughs> and not only that, because there were also rumors that the baby wasn't actually his because she never really got to see him. Yeah. Um. But what I wanted to know throughout this whole thing, because she, there was so much footage of her walking into the courtroom with Ted Bundy's mom and her son, his stepson. First of all, I didn't yes. know he had a stepson. But second of all... Yeah, uh, he continued to... I think he continued to visit her him after uh, Carol didn't. Like, I think he was there, like, maybe the day before he was executed. Okay, the, then the that stepson. brings me to my next question because I wanted to know how does he receive how is he receiving this? Like your mom not only starts like it's hard enough for kids, parents of like broken families, divorce, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. Broken families. Yeah. I'm th- I my first thought was well maybe the par- maybe Caroline Boone and his dad were never together in the first place and they just broke up like fucking yeah. like Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton, but mm-hmm. um regardless of the history you've got it's it's natural for a child to have issues with their parents moving on and yeah then like th- throw in like that your mom has moved on to an an serial accused killer? serial killer i think in um the part two of ted bundy from last podcast on the left they talk like a little bit more about this uh stepson and how um like they made the joke of uh my dad could beat up your dad so like my stepdad could murder and, and oh uh, god that's and awful. kill your stepdad yeah so oh god uh, and make it look like nothing happened yeah and leave nothing behind but yeah. still tell everyone in the surrounding area your name and show them what car you drive right um anyway so much along. like so much he was sloppy yet he wasn't it's very weird yeah it's it's very very weird (sighs) and also this documentary showed me how useless cops used to be and nothing but respect for anyone in a police field but cops back then on this specific case wow (laughs) he just he jumped out the window of the law library and was able to get away. And then everyone yeah. turned around and was like, where'd it go? And I'm like, dude, you were supposed to be watching him. It's not like he was in a bathroom or something. He it's was like, sitting at a table. And then he jumped out and you didn't see. And then there are people outside. Weren't there like reporters and shit? And nobody noticed? It's No, it's like everybody there was some form of Barney Fife. Like, yeah. no one, no one was, comp- and uh, granted, I don't think that there was super, like, there wasn't a big need for competence of that level yet. Yeah, like, exactly. Because they, they was, did mention multiple times, serial killer was never even a, a term when this yeah. was happening. Because yeah. they, they created the profiling 
from this case, they decided to create the the profiling. Yeah. And Our dudes from Mindhunter, another Netflix show, they made it around, like, they were still going around and cultivating this profile of a serial killer, which, to be fair, Ted Bundy didn't particularly fit too much anyway. Like, they kept saying throughout the documentary, he didn't... You wouldn't look... They were looking for somebody who you would look at them and be like, yes, that's it. That's the killer. Yeah, and but it's not he always... he fit none of those... Yeah, it's not always like that. And he fit none of those... Again, look at Herbert Mullen. He's so fucking cute. But... But he, also, he didn't... Of, but also, he, he killed a lot the, of people. Uh, yeah. Um, he didn't have uh, the triad either. I don't know if the serial killer triad was um, a thing at that point. Probably not. It probably came afterwards. Yeah, but, I don't think um, so. But he... The triad, which we'll probably do like a mini-sode on, um, he was not a bedwetter, he didn't start fires, and he didn't uh, abuse animals. Yeah. So he didn't have any the, of them. The one thing that really like made me uneasy, and I loved how they did this in the documentary, I will say, he was, they took interviews from people that he knew and then they took the Ted Bundy tapes and they literally played them back to back so he would say yeah, something to show like them, like how they didn't really know him or something like that no more like it, the opposite he would say something like yeah I was very popular in school and then they'd have somebody come on and be like no he kind of didn't really have any friends and he kept yeah, to exactly. himself yep and oh like I I had a lot of girls that like wanted to date me but like I was more of the straight laced kind of guy and then that they didn't were like, go he to was dances. awkward yeah he was awkward and didn't really know how I to didn't talk understand to girls. why somebody so handsome couldn't get a date or, or like yeah I was very athletic he wasn't athletic yeah he yeah, wasn't on any teams I like or anything. was running I was running for student council president no he didn't really join any after school clubs like, but then that's also what makes me think like when he says oh yeah my numbers like closer to uh, in the three digits and I'm like bullshit but that's the difference he's not talking like he is talking about himself but he's not talking about himself there yeah I guess that's where I'm like. So, like, and with his manner of thinking, okay, well, if I'm speaking about this hypothetical person, then I can let loose. Yeah, I guess. That, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the whole thing is very creepy. I'm yeah. really not enjoying, like, the after effects of watching this. Because Netflix said that whole thing about don't watch this alone. No, I think uh, somebody, like, tweeted out that you shouldn't watch it alone. I was no, like, Netflix did. Did Netflix say it? So that's yeah, what I saw. I saw a BuzzFeed article on it. That's like people were tweeting also that you RIP shouldn't. BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah, um, uh. but I saw like somebody like people were tweeting like you shouldn't watch it alone. I was like, really? <laughs> One second. I'm I'm scrolling through right now to try to find it. I'm having to force my way through a seed of unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt tweets. Yeah, <laughs> but it, they like, said they said it two days oh, really? ago. Yeah. Um, or two days ago at the time of this recording. What um, does it say? Don't watch the conversations with Ted with the killer, the Ted Bundy tapes alone. Trust me on this one. Yeah, but why? It's not because scary. It's, it's not scary in like a boo-ah jump scare scary. It's scary that this man was capable of committing such vile acts. Um, uh-huh. But also... So many people believed him because he was that much of a chameleon and master manipulator. Yeah, but I don't get the way people are saying don't watch this alone because it didn't 
really focus so much on the crimes which no, yeah, but that's you don't not have to you don't have to glorify the work of a serial killer like i understand again, that you don't need to do that the, but i don't think that's what the frightening aspect of it was i think the frightening aspect of it was you look at all these pictures of him for example and all of them could be seen as different people yeah. you you talk to him you, or they talk to him you watch him interact with people all of that and that could be any one person that you talk to on the street. You, yeah, I that know, could but... be the person behind you in line at the grocery store. That could be the dude that you walked past in the mall. Like, yeah, but you... I still, I still don't understand how people think like it's scary and you shouldn't watch it by yourself. I, I, I again, I don't think it's that kind of scary that everybody is so familiar with. I think it's the sickening feeling that. What's that statistic that 10 times in their lifetime or something, somebody walks past a serial serial killer? killer. Yeah. Yeah. And who's to say that that isn't accurate and that there are more, that there aren't more Ted Bundys out there who have gotten better. If you, if you have that type of feeling, if you have that type of feeling, you're going to feel that um, regardless if you are watching the documentary with somebody else or if you're watching it alone. I think you won't be able to stew as much on it and that you can discuss it with somebody. Maybe. And like be open. Yeah. The in, last two notes that I had mind. the last two notes that I had about um like parts 3 and 4, one was uh the Kyomega rampage just never ceases to amaze me in the level of brutality. Yeah. He killed two people and injured two others. And then left and killed somebody else in the span of 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, that is a level of insanity. That's that, a break right there. Y- yeah, that was the psychotic That is That is break. a psychotic break. Like, yeah, stick a fork that, in him. Yeah, that is insane. And also, um, like, there were crime scene photos from that, and there were crime scene photos from, like, the Linda Ann Healy uh, kidnapping and stuff that I had never seen before. And then the last note, which was kind of a funny one, was um, the <laughs> in part four where they kind of um, showed all of the news coverage, and they actually showed, like, in newsrooms and stuff as they mm-hmm. were trying to, like, um, work out how to broadcast this as like the first trial and right. everything like that and you see all the wires going everywhere and like uh if people you have are, like, a package make sure that it is yeah, short yeah, enough I, so that all of us can get screen time yeah that was funny my favorite was the woman who uh like had to announce to the room to say whoever was using a walkie-talkie had to yeah. stop because they were breaking up the, the same feed. person i think that's the same that person was, yeah but that was hilarious. I, like, just she's like, she's using a walkie-talkie. She was a meme. Like, her name is fucking Marcy, and she works in the newsroom. And oh god, it was so. She's funny. got chronic sinusitis, and I just, I can't, I could not deal with her. I couldn't deal with her at all. Like, just her entire, just everything about her was. It was just very. Let's funny. turn her into a meme. Can we turn her that into was a, a meme? <laughs> sure. That okay. was just the like the last note that I had about it because I was like, oh my god, that's funny. And also the actual circus that happened the day of his execution. Uh, good, I wanted to talk about that. That fucking bothered yeah. me. 
Not because I felt that he deserved better, not because I felt that these people weren't in their right to be feel feel not even happy but like safer like have positive feelings towards the fact that he was going to be taken out of this world permanently i don't personally believe in the death penalty it's got nothing to do with that it's and i think the prosecutor or one of his lawyers made a really good point of this Hmm. he people took it as an opportunity to party and to profit yeah and it also the one thing that really hit me was that they were talking about how people there were like college age boys. I was going to get to that too. Yeah. They were all and they fucking were, like they Brock Turner. They would have been like 10 years old. Yeah. When they didn't it care. They did not care about that. I'm sure no, that they were still. Yeah. No, I'm sure that they were still like. I mean, I, I, I can't even begin. It was it was so like, I didn't like that at all. And I was like, these are a bunch of bros. They probably fathered and grandfathered those kids that were standing off with fucking Nathan, the Native American in DC. And I just like, it was, it was such a... It, but it, 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 it showed was, how much of a pop culture icon and not saying that like, Yes, the best. I'm saying pop. He became a popular culture, absolutely name, a household name that everyone knew. That they were just like, oh, we can go and be a part of this event, and like they were setting off fireworks, and they were grilling, and they were making T-shirts. They made it a tailgate. Yeah, and but also it was Florida. It it was also Florida, and I will agree with you there. Um, Again, no offense to Florida. We love you, Florida. Um, I love I love the people that listen from Florida, but the people yes. that listen from Florida also know how batshit that their state is. Yes, and that's why they listen. <laughs> yes, first because they know that they're batshit. Second because they like the podcast. Um, yes, <laughs> everybody in Florida just listening, going, "Yep, yep." <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I think that, that was a that was fiasco. That was again. It was. Like, it's kind of disrespectful. At, it's disrespectful to Louise Bundy. Who it's is, not even disrespectful to Louise Bundy. It's disrespectful to the victims. Yes, it's disrespectful to the victims. And also, like, yeah, he was a piece of shit. And he, yeah, he did deserve to die. But also, he was somebody's son that his, and his mother, mother was so adamant that he was not guilty yeah, for the longest time. And then they played time. the tapes. They played the tapes afterward. And she was and just then, like, who wants pie? All right. Yep. Who would like some apple pie and ice cream? Yeah, she she literally could not handle fathom thinking that. No, and she and even brought up in one of the that. interviews with her. She brought up. She's like, "We have daughters too. Like yeah. we understand the fact what that once that these was families are going her, through. Yes, yeah. once that once it was shown that beyond a shadow of a doubt he was guilty, then she it, it, like." I'm I'm thankful that she did not like double down and was like, nope, he's still not guilty. Yeah, that even some, after they, he, they hired even a voice after, actor. Yeah. Like the fact that she immediately like sympathized and empathized with the victims and their families and was like, we have two daughters. We can't imagine what these families would be going through. We can exactly. imagine how we would feel if this were to happen to our children. And yeah. like, good on you. But at the same time, yeah, that can't be that that's got to be difficult to it's for any parent to have to come to terms with that their child not only committed such egregious acts but that then they were getting fucking a million volts of electricity 
just sent into their body yeah, and, and people were celebrating result. that and the people were celebrating that that people were treating it like a joke this was something serious this man did serious things terrible things yeah and the, it, it's just and it wasn't like it wasn't like the victims families were sitting there and doing these celebrations it was people who had no relation to the yeah, case exactly. to the victims to any they of just it. wanted to be a part of this moment in history i don't think i wouldn't even give him that much credit Haley. i really wouldn't i think that it was just any excuse to party yeah any excuse to set off fireworks and bro out like n- nowhere were they at, like if you watch those interviews that they had Mm-hmm. Nowhere did they mention the victims or that, like, even what Bundy did was wrong. Yeah. They were just like, the thing, yeah, like, let's light up old Sparky. Yeah, I have a, a, uh, like a back and forth with how I feel about, like, the death penalty. But in this specific case, he was proven to escape from jail and then repeat the acts again. So there was there wasn't going to be a way where he was going to de-escalate and he was narcissistic and he was full of himself and he was a textbook psychopath. So I am all for somebody reforming in prison and then be given a second chance. I don't think there was any reforming for Ted Bundy. There was no way that he was going to be let back out into society. Right. There was no, there was no, and why does he deserve to live when the 33 women that he killed didn't get that chance? One of whom was 12 years old. Yeah, the 12-year-old really fucked me up. And I'm glad that they focused on it a little bit more. Because yeah. I think it's something that people, not intentionally, but that they gloss over because she didn't really fit the MO. Yeah, um, and she was the last one, too. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was fucked up. That was That was really just... I, I that one was difficult to come to terms with. It was hard to yeah. swallow. Uh, one last thing about the execution. I did not know that there was something that you could, there was like a viewing room. Oh, yeah. I did also, not were, know that that was a thing. They were happened. wrong. They were, the documentary, I hate to be that person, but they were wrong. Um, his last words were not anything about forgiveness. No, it wasn't, right? That's what it I thought. Was, he saw, he looked at the people who were there he didn't see any family he didn't see any friends except for two friends who were named jim and ed and i can't remember like, what, also, what why, his friendship why would was you to want them. to be there for that well exactly like i can understand why his say like for example his mother would not attend no like that has see, to be you would see him like the day before and see him like why would you why 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 yeah. would you want to do that yeah um I mean, like I can, I can completely understand it, but yeah. um, I, it was Jim. It was, it was, I, I'm looking at it now. It was his lawyer, Jim Coleman, and Fred Lawrence, who was a minister. So Ted Bundy was super. And they didn't touch on this too much. Like he was super afraid of the death penalty. Like yeah. they gave him no, that they last did, meal. They did kind of focus on it because they were saying like what they called Ed uh, Ted's bones for time scheme that he would be like uh. Like, I'm not talking, I'm not talking. And then they set his date. And then, like, two days before the execution date, he'd be like, yes. okay, I'll give you this little bit of information, but you're going to have to give me a stay of execution if you want to hear anything else. So they did that. And then there was another time where they were like, finally, okay, this is the date. This is what you get. We don't care if you don't tell us anything else. Yes. 
Uh, what I'm saying, and that's is, when he I started mean, confessing. I mean, though, in terms of his emotional turmoil, like he was getting physically ill. The yeah. the 24 hours prior, he was bawling and sobbing, and was like, he it, it, like. It wasn't because he was sorry for what he did. It was because no. he was fucking scared shitless. Yeah, so, and then they, they talked about that one part where he said he was going to kill himself. Yes. Because he was not going to let them kill... Like, he he was going to be in control because he yes. always had to be in control of everything because he was fucking pain in the ass. Yes. But, but and then the... The fear wasn't even about control, though, for him. It was literally just... It was the human fear of death. I felt that, but I also felt that it was a little bit the fear of control because he was willing to go as far as kill himself rather than have the state issue his execution. Like, he's like, if I'm going to die, fair. it's going to be me. Yeah, that's fair. Well, no, and I think that a lot of... that That's the case with a lot of um, death row inmates is that they uh, kind of like is like a final F you to the system. Like, no, it's yeah, going to be on my terms. You didn't get to do this. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you don't get the satisfaction. Ariel Castro, right? Yeah. He killed himself, yeah. Yeah. Um, so did what's his name? Um, the football player. Um, yeah, Her- uh, Hernandez. Her- yeah, it was Hernandez. I can't remember his first Aaron? name though. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who? Fun fact: grew up in Connecticut. Fuck me. Did he really? Um, he did really. But um, grew up in Connecticut, then moved to Florida when he was like a teen. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. So the other person that he spoke to was named fred lawrence and he was a minister who actually ted bundy was in such a state that this minister came in and like basically prayed with him the entire night before his like execution because he was so distraught and they offered it they said on there they were like oh yes and today his last meal will be um, a burrito and then tonight it will be steak and eggs and blah 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 that was because he was so distraught that he was like I don't want a meal. I can't yeah, exactly. eat. And they were like, well, we have to give you one. So we're going to give you this. And he didn't need a bite. Yeah. He didn't need any and of it. So what were, what were his uh, last words? His last words were actually Jim and Fred. So his lawyer, Jim and Fred, the minister, I'd like mm-hmm. you to give my love to my family and friends. Yeah. Because those I, were the that's... only two people that were there. Like Carol yeah. Ann Boone wasn't there. Like his, his stepson wasn't there. Yeah. But I'm saying like, all the people that like had stood by him and had claimed his innocence and everything, his mother, everybody, nobody was there. It was all like other yeah. people. But that's what I always heard that his last words were. And in yes. the documentary, they said that he had said that he was sorry. He did not. He would never say that he was sorry. That's that's completely that's basically an admission of guilt. Like yeah. he would never he would never he, he never... thought he was too smart for them. And when he, he didn't even want to, like, when he was making his confessions, when he was talking about the Georgia and Hawkins one, he literally had to whisper it because he didn't want to say yeah. it out loud. Yeah. It was. That was fucked up. Disgusting. Too. Her hand yeah. is right. Her head is right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 800 yards up. That fucked me up. I, but I've heard that, that uh, interview before. So, like, I would, like, again, I didn't yeah. hear a lot of new information from the tapes, but it was no. whatever. No. Overall, though, like, if you're a Bundy fan. Check I, it out. Yeah, definitely. No, I, 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 and I use the term fan loosely. Like, if you are fascinated by the Ted Bundy case, yes, then. But just be prepared for not a ton of new information. Yeah, and just 
but if you are your heart just hurts a true, that he's an ugly yeah. son of a bitch like i don't understand if you're what just all this like a base level about. true crime fan that hasn't like really done a deep dive into it see here's the thing like people who are like really into this one particular case like i am yes and you've researched it a bunch then you're gonna be like yeah <laughs> I've, I've seen this before <laughs> Uh, but if you're like new to the case or whatever, then like this is a great place to start because yeah, it, absolutely, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. But uh, right before we go, uh, we're like coming up on um, close to an hour now, so yeah. I just wanted to do a real quick. Uh, we saw the trailer that just came out the other day yes. for extremely, extremely vile and wi- incredibly no. close, <laughs> extremely wicked and. Inc- shockingly evil shockingly evil and vile that's which is is. actually a direct quote from the judge that sentenced him and that is in this documentary it is in this documentary yes um because i went when he said that besides the fact that it's a shit title um no one's ever going to remember it no so i'm going to actually do um an episode People watched it about... at Sundance, though, over the weekend, too. Yes, I know. I'm so and, fucking jealous. And so far, it has a 9 rating on IMDb. 9 out yeah. of 10. See, I am excited to see it, but I do understand people's problem with it, because they the trailer makes it look like a it rom-com. is... Or an action movie or something. Yes. It, they it, showed... it makes him much more sympathetic than he actually is. Yes. You... And also the fact that it's Zac Efron, but I'm going to get into that in a whole episode talking about why that is uh, an issue. But yes. um, Specifically the casting of teen heartthrobs or former teen heartthrobs. Yes, because this killers. is something that, yeah, this is something that really fascinates me. And we, yes. I think we now touched see, on it. If we touched if we on it touch in the Dahmer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But now see if bundy did look like zach efron then i could understand i could understand all the women being like oh i remember him he was so handsome then i could understand it here's the problem when i first heard about the casting everyone was like oh it's perfect i was like yeah it's perfect if you like put him in all the costumes and everything (laughs) like no one thought uh uh, charlize theron was like yeah no one thought charlize theron would be uh eileen warnos until they like really she did the costume herself up she did yeah. great and it was fantastic but all, yes. you wouldn't like you wouldn't put a picture of her on the red carpet next to eileen warnos and be like this is who we cast yeah and everyone be like however, oh, it's so perfect however ted pundy again is so ugly and does not look like zach efron it's like no like not there are zero all right they're white and they have brown hair that is i'm excited it. i'm and excited blue eyes, to and see blue eyes. yeah i'm excited to see how zach efron uh creates this character mm-hmm. um, yeah but how much singing ju- there's going to be <laughs> but just base level anyway yeah. so yeah they really don't show that like this guy was a serial killer, violent, and killed scores of women. And incredibly wicked. And extremely <laughs> and they showed, vile. They showed, like, two really quick, like, quick cut scenes of him, like, dragging a body somewhere and then hitting somebody. And, like, yeah. that was, like... That was it. The, it was mostly was him it. making out with Lily Collins. Yeah. But I think, like, because the movie is going to be told from Elizabeth's point of view, that maybe they're not going to focus on the actual crime so much as her paranoia that he is 
this person that they're thinking of. So it's going to be like, obviously like trailers nowadays will pretty much show you the whole movie. This Mm -hmm. one didn't give a ton of information out. So it's going to be interesting to see how the movie actually plays out. Yes. And um, though one thing I will say, Kaya Scodelario is incredibly miscast and it should have been fucking Alice and Janie as Carol Ann Boone. All right. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, look up Carol Ann Boone and Alice and Janie as Ms. Harding's mother. Isn't it Janie? I thought it was Janie, but I could be wrong. I it was Janie. I can't pronounce shit, so like we know yeah, that. Yeah, me neither. Um, anyway, um, but also it was uh, that movie and um, this documentary were directed by the same person. Yes. Joe Berl- Berl- Berlinger. Berlinger. That's, yes. That's the guy. Yes. So uh, obviously like watching, after watching the documentaries and then seeing this trailer, you can clearly see scenes like pulled straight from the videos that we have of the actual Ted Bundy. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting yeah. to see how close it becomes to reality. And we'll let you know, of course. Yeah. We'll do a review on it when it actually comes out because the trailer only said like coming soon, mm-hmm. which is bullshit. Cause yeah. we've known about it since like last Fucking August. Zach or something like cast. That. Yeah. So yeah, and I've I've seen like the um on his Instagram they'll post he like he posted yeah like little updates from when they were filming and then like on other places they were like oh here's uh here's some exclusive photos from the set or whatever and then like the first time they showed his car yeah which uh fucked me up it fucked me up but also I posted because it was the orange one yeah and then they were like this is a picture of the car and I did comment on it I was like no it's not. It's, it's not that well, he did at one point have the orange one, but the one he's known for is the tan one. Tan, yep. So that's why I commented on that, and I did get shit from somebody like he did have an orange one. I was like, yeah, but that's not that's not the one he's known for. Yeah, it's the tan one. Whatever. I'm not gonna get into it now. No, I know, I know though. <laughs> I know. I feel you. I got you, girl. I know. It's all right. It's just like in um, what's it called uh. In the, Hunger Games, in the Hunger Games. In the Hunger Games. That's like, not the very what I be- thought you were going to say. No. In the very beginning scene, they talk about um, the cat that she has and it being like a smushed face. I think like a smushed face black and white cat. What? And uh, in the Hunger Games, her cat is like one of those smush face ones and it's I black and white. I don't know. I have no idea. And I in didn't see the, the beginning Games. of the movie... In the beginning of the movie, it's like an orange tabby. And I'm like, that's wh- like, why did you have to change that? <laughs> Maybe because it's something, orange tabbies it's something are so to simple. Find. But I it would was something snug to- the shit out of both of those cats. Yeah, same. But also, <laughs> it's like when movies change something like that, that's so simple. Like, why? why? <laughs> yeah, that's like my sister was super into the um, Percy Jackson series. And when they first released... They, I think Aren't they, they released supposed to be like two 12? movies. Well, no, that wasn't. She made a list, and it got to like in the hundreds of all of the inconsistencies between the book and the movie. Um, and one of the well, big can, ones, any hmm. book series, you can say that. Like, if you, there's so many articles online giving shit to like the Divergent series, oh, like absolutely. the last movie 
oh my god people hated it so much but one of the big issues that my sister took was that one of the main characters was played by alexandra daddario and the character was supposed to be a um either a blonde or a brunette i can't remember but it was something as simple as she just needed to dye her hair and she didn't she just had i think she was supposed to have blonde hair and alexandra daddario had brown hair yeah and it was like why couldn't she have just dyed her hair why couldn't they have dyed her hair and um or given her a wig or something or or, yeah or even given her a wig like i like there for example in the movie um empire records robin tunney i think her name is shaves her head and she was in another movie um oh Haley, help me it was the one with the witches four of them um four witches not witchcraft um what is it everybody's yelling at me the craft the craft no it's the craft she had a full head of hair in the craft and she had to come back and reshoot some scenes for like the ending and Uh she had a shaved head so they put a fucking wig on her and nobody was any wiser yeah i I didn't know until i fucking read that they put a wig on her like it can be done it can be done regina george was wearing a wig but that's also the typical uh harry potter had uh green eyes yeah in the no book, but in the he tried the they tried yeah with him. i know i know they tried know. with the contacts he did not react well to the contacts yeah but when you say he had her mother's he his had mother's, your mother's eyes, eyes. <laughs> and they show both he just of needs the to side pull by a side silk pouch out of his robe and he's like yeah they're right in here that <sighs> yeah, fixes whatever. it problem solved anyway but yes <laughs> we've gone on quite a rant quite a tangent um, so obviously you have to watch the ted bundy tapes if you haven't already we kind of ruined it for you sorry um not really but yeah not really uh, it's not what like the title of the episode i was is. gonna say it's not spoil and also it's not spoilers like we've known this dude did this shit for like fucking decades yeah and like we said there's no there's no real new information so yes it's not so we're not spoiling unless you anything. didn't know about ted bundy and you were like ah oh. <laughs> it's all right um so you know the deal you can go to the website and the social medias and you can email us yes and speaking of email us um we do have a listener shout out um, out. for for our girl bailey and bailey speaking of florida um bailey actually had her own story about her family in relation to the gainesville ripper case as you guys can recall we did an episode on the gainesville ripper a while back i'd say well definitely back in like the new year or, or before the new year um let me find out when what number the gainesville ripper episode is it is episode 28 yes episode 28 that was in um, uh, the very beginning of october when we did our two our, yeah to a uh, month in october oh god two a week. i'm still having flashbacks but um <laughs> war flashbacks but so i'm just gonna read her little note quick um go for it because honestly this i find this to be so fucking fascinating and um i just i'm really i'm goddamn but um so she said that she's actually from gainesville and back when it was all going on my parents actually lived in a condo right when they had my oldest sister and my dad was working later in the night so my mom would be home alone with a newborn freaking out because she was alone with a kid and she was worried about my dad being out there and being home and murdered probably too but um and everything 
And basically, that long-winded spiel was just to say that that has been my favorite episode so far. And you all... I can't read. I'm sorry. I'm going blind. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Can't read. I'm sorry. Um, Hi, I'm Jared. I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read. Um, (laughs) That's one of my favorite (laughs) finds. I love that one. I love you. Um, So... She said, you all are the only true crime podcast I've ever found that has ever talked about it. So thanks. And obviously, shout out to Bailey. Shout out to her parents and her sister. I'm glad you lived. And yeah, if you guys have more fun stories to tell us about your own experiences with people, killers, crime, shit like that, your family's experiences. if you have a connection to the pop culture side of yeah. one of these cases, like if you have a family member that has ever like written about them or was in like an extra in a movie about anything that we've talked about, like I would if, love to hear about if that. If they were a extra in fucking extremely vile and incredibly close or whatever the name of that movie is, like <laughs> yes. let us know. Let us know. <laughs> and, I'm never going to uh, get it right. I'm never going to get it. I really want to hear from someone that was an extra on uh, SVU. Dun dun. I actually know somebody who is an extra on, on SVU. I need to, like, interview them because I find that fascinating. Were they a dead body? No, he wasn't a dead body. That's that actually, like, a... That must be a like real a, hard get. That's, like, a... You have to, like, get that. You can't really... Shit. You, that's not an extra. They they don't pay extras enough. Um, Like, to, to be a dead body, you you would be getting more money. But, um... Oh, damn. Yeah, no. That's what I'm going to get Haley for her birthday next year. I'm going to make her a dead body on SVU. Oh, I would love it. Except it's going to be a real dead body. I'm going to kill Haley. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's about time. It's been a long time coming. But yeah. Crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com You betcha. And all of our soch is there. Soch. Um, I hate myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our email. If you Again, if you have stories, you can slide into any of our DMs on our social, our soch. But you can also email us at crimeculturepodcast at gmail.com. Nope. I know, as I pod. said that, as I said that, it's crimeculturepod at gmail.com. I'm just, I'm just too focused on the sosh. Um, but yeah, no. Talk to us. Let us yeah. know. Also, we answer What did all, you think of the like, Bundy tapes? The Ted Bundy yes. tapes? I want to know what everybody else... Are. We did get some comments, like, when we posted on the, um, on the Instagram on a the couple gram. comments on it hashtag but, gram. um yeah just let us know yeah we want to hear from think. you yeah so yeah and if you're liking what you hear feel free to write a review yeah we're on all major podcast hosting things yep we're very on official itunes and spotify and stitcher and google play and soundcloud soundcloud and Podbean, I think we is are one. not on Podbean. Are we do not, not on Podbean? Do not tell lies. I shall not tell lies. Cut we that are, out. We're not on Podbean. We're on. We're on, on, uh, we're on Last FM. We're on Last FM. Last FM. We're on Pod Bay. We're on. Uh, fuck. There was a couple other ones. There are more. If you use, do you want almost, a hint? No. If you Player use FM. one of them. Oh, that's a good one too. Podtail. Overcast. Castbox. Cat. Is it Castbox? I don't know. I don't rock the Castbox. <laughs> anyway, listen to us myself. on one of those and review us. Listen and to us, please. To yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh.